1: This episode of Brunch is brought to you by DraftKings. We are currently smack dab in the middle of winter. No, we're not because it's not even winter, is it? We're
0: smack dab in the. I mean, I think that football season's coming. Football season is coming. I think coming. it's around the corner. Week one every one corner is you, right around the corner. Every
1: corner <laughs> you turn, you're like, you don't know. You don't know when we're, we're recording this episode. Football. <laughs> no, but the NHL, it's not back. It's been back.
0: It's It's all the way here. Every corner. You're like a circle. There's no
1: corners. That's how you're in the middle of a circle of hockey. And if you are keeping up with us, we are all in on hockey right now. You can be too. And DraftKings Sportsbooks wants to help. If you're a new customer, you can get ready for puck drop with an epic offer. You get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 on hockey on DraftKings Sportsbook. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code WASHED. New customers get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code WASHED only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21-plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. NHL and NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League, copyright of the NHL 2023, all rights reserved. Brunch! Hit it, boys!
0: It's the boys like Maury gave you the
1: bad news that you had twins. <laughs> what? I haven't you. I haven't heard you use that one in uh, in quite a long time. It's definitely not. Well, the Well, that one's time.
0: never been said before. Not not in. Those I say it's your terms. boy. I
1: say it's your
0: boy. Like Maury, Maury gave, gave you the, the bad news. news. Correct, which is a fire line. It's sure. a great line. I can't believe it never cut on. I've been mm-hmm. saying it for like twenty. Is that a new thing?
1: I thought that you like pulled that from somewhere. No, it's,
0: it's so good that it sounds like it would be from something. But I've been saying it since probably I was in high school. Say, so it's your boy. Like Maury gave you the bad news. I love it. It's uh, bad news. If you're in the situation that you're on Maury, clearly the relationship right. is contentious. And you've at least, you've probably said and contended that it's not your boy. So it's bad news for you. But typically a lot of people are elated when they find out that not only are they the father... The 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 kid's
1: alive and like they've got like a living thing. That's right. Uh it has been a while since we've been back with you on these airwaves. We've been busy doing our hockey show, but we've got some uh we got some shit we got it we wanna say. We got some shit we wanna get off our chest. Yeah. And I want to talk about the holdovers because boy, I don't know if I've loved a movie like I've loved the holdovers. In in a little while, it's not my favorite movie of the year, but it's like it's going to be on my year end list of my favorites.
0: It's an an impossible movie to not like. I used the last week to catch up on movies, and now I'm I've pretty much seen I think every movie so far that I want to have seen that is out. Like I I saw I saw Saltburn in a screener and that is the best shit in the world and I'm never going to see that movie again that's like the first movie since uncut gems I've seen that I was like holy fuck unbelievable i I might not ever see that again in my life because it just is the craziest shit in the world I saw Silent Night which is your typical gritty yearly Santa shooting guns It's Santa, but he's violent. But it's not. But I there actually isn't Santa in that movie. But it's a Christmas movie and it's a violent Mm -hmm.
1: movie. Uh, That's a new trend for sure. That's like the last like five years. Every year there's a movie called one of those things, and I even checked. There was was the Mel Gibson one, which I think was the first one on the on that trend, right? Where he plays Santa. Was that called like uh, like Murder Christmas or something? I don't fucking I forget. There was that one. Then there was. uh, Deck the Halls, which was with David Harbor, right? I could be getting all these names, right? But I the, know I think that the there Deck was. Deck a-
0: the Halls is the one that you're talking about. The violent. Or that, but that's,
1: that's Violent Night, right? Right. Violent, no, Silent Violent Night
0: Knight was John Leguizamo. That right. was last year.
1: Yeah, but that was David Harbor, right? And David Harbor is, let's is, see. Is Santa, right? He's, David Harbor plays Santa in Violent Night.
0: Violent Night. That does sound right. It is David Harbor, John Leguizamo. Beverly D'Angelo in that one. Forgot about that. She plays the uh, wealthy
1: matriarch. What a picture. The Fat t- Man was the uh, was the Mel Gibson one. Mel-, Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins? Yes, correct.
0: And yep. then this past year, or I guess this past week, because I saw it opening day, oddly, was Silent Night. And I was like, there's no way that this is the first movie called Silent Night. And that this is even the first gritty christmas movie called silent night mm-hmm.
1: and there was one like two years ago called silent night okay so like you're that just one, allowed to keep making movies called silent night that one's joel kinnaman in the uh it's like a, it's just basically like uh they killed my family so it's a revenge movie correct that's this year's yes one yeah, yeah not yeah. only did they
0: kill my family they tried to finish me off by shooting me in the head they shot me in the neck really mm-hmm. so now i can't speak anymore okay but i'll so. tell you what i can do can Fight. spend all day in the basement benching, doing stuff, getting ripped. He this guy gets so built. Okay. All without a gym membership.
1: Without a gym membership. He's never on goes that to the gym. Routine.
0: What's that? He's on that prison routine. He's on that he's on the revenge routine. Okay. You don't see a lot of in movies when like guys are going through something and they get super ripped. He, not a lot of like personal trainer scenes. It's a <laughs> no. lot of just I'm left to my own device. I'm lifting up everything, and I'm going crazy. I'm not
1: sleeping until I'm ripped. Let me ask you this question. Uh, Is there a scene where he uh, modifies a weapon, whether it's does he take, like, a saw to his shotgun? Does he tape something on top as an attachment to one of his guns? Because I feel like in in all of those movies where there's, like, a prep scene where he's like, I'm going to go uh get some revenge and there's always like a prep scene and it's usually there's one scene of modifying a weapon i'm so glad you raised this point because i had this stowed
0: away in case we ever talked about this movie on this podcast i think it's safe to say you're probably not going to see it you might see it at I'll some see point it at some point but it's, yeah. you're not going to feel spoiled um what's amazing about this movie of course there are scenes like that okay this guy the reason he's able to do all this stuff and make all these things that he's going to get these guys that took his boy away from him. He's going to get them back. This man is an electrician by trade. And it got me thinking, so this guy's an electrician. John Kramer is an engineer. So he's able to make all these things. There are certain professions you just can't wrong. You can't piss off. You can't, if a guy's not a bad guy, not a criminal, and he's an engineer, you still can't fuck with him. It's true. Because what if he becomes one and then he's going to use all these skills or an electrician to this guy buys like a he buys a
1: a Mustang, he modifies it. Mm-hmm. He's just modding the hell out of it. So really like what you're saying is that if you want to fuck with somebody, fuck with a podcaster.
0: You have to because- pick certain <laughs> professions. And I was thinking, I was like, what if a guy runs a pizza shop or something? I feel like he's still like they should make movies of all revenge movies with all different professions and you find that some of them it's like they've got more of an uphill climb with mm-hmm. using their skill set to get a guy back. Like I'm a throw what a I'm a throw out a flower in your face. <laughs>
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. <laughs> That's going to be the Papa John's revenge movie. You take <laughs> my family, I throw out a flower in your face. <laughs> I, I would love to see a Papa John's revenge movie hit the, uh because now like um like the right what you want? You want the, a slice? The right is like off making their own movies, mm-hmm. doing stuff about like, you know, they did that that well, the sound of freedom or whatever that yeah. was. Like they, they're it's gonna a ma-
0: sin that we never watched that movie. By the they're way, they're gonna
1: make a, a Papa John's uh, woke movie. Um, I'm very excited. Do I, they champion the sauce in your face? Do they champion Papa John's? I think so. Right. That's what
0: sucks about being so beholden to all of that. In the case of like. The right, personally, I think like all that. Like, what are you holding on to all that for? And then you like you end up in bed with the shitty pillows and horrible pizza. You're like, what was all this for? Like, what am I getting? What am I getting out of this?
1: Like, where's politics aside? Does like Mike Lindell and like my pillow? Are there my pillow stands? Are there people who are excusing his behavior or his wild side to be like? I just really love those pillows. I know that what he says.
0: I know that uh, a, a well known show did reads for my pillow. And part of the thing was if you try the pillow, you don't like it, send it back. It's no hassle. And the host was like, I tried the pillows. Were they were not for me. I didn't like them. I did send them back, but that's just me. And like they made that part of the read. Wow. So it's like these
1: pillows must suck. I've so what I've heard for like from a lot of people, uh, people saying like you're going to war for this guy and his shitty pillows. It's a lot of like this guy and his shitty pillows. And I didn't know if that was just because uh, of like politics being right. like I don't agree with this guy, so his product must suck, or I'm mm-hmm. just gonna say that his product sucks. But if you got enough people saying that those pillows are shitty they're probably shitty. I do know that a lot of parents now I'm not judging parents
0: do what's best for you hopefully you're also doing what's right by your children uh, I was talking to some relatives who are in middle school and they were saying like oh like my friend's not my friend's not allowed to have uh, I don't know, like, let's say Coca-Cola. I don't know what Coca-Cola's politics are or whatever, but I was like, oh, just because, like, sugar? And they were like, no, like, the parents uh, don't like the company. And I was like, oh, that's got to be some political thing that I don't know about. I do know, when I was uh, a kid, I remember my guidance counselor said, I forget if it was Coke or Pepsi, Mm -hmm. but uh, one of them was, like, friendlier to Jewish people before it was, Cool. before right before it was like nice to be nice to people they were like uh you know what like our soda should be for all people and like that person's family was like we in the cola wars we chose okay. the, i think it was pepsi was uh pepsi was nicer and had okay. more of a heart but i don't want to get that wrong i don't want pepsi to be winning free points with um with marginalized communities when maybe
1: they were holding out Pep, is is uh, Dr. Peppy a, pepper, a pe- Pepsi brand? Are you saying that because it sounds like it? I'm just curious. Dr. Pepper
0: famously is uh, in bed with Keurig. Okay. Did you, did you not know I that? I
1: did know that. Keurig Dr. Pepper. Keurig see, Dr. Pepper. That's I the name of the I see the building. Uh, you know how I know that. There's a building right near our movie theater. Massachusetts. Our movie theater. Yeah. Massachusetts so. is a... Uh, what a ma- weird partnership. Keurig and Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Although I'm watching a show right now uh that the host loves or the host the star of the the star character the main character loves combining coke with coffee
0: interesting i used to do i used to take coffee beans i, I didn't know that this was a thing and i i told my par- my friend's parents one time i told my friend's dad one time and he was like you do this do your parents know this don't do this. I would, if I had to, like, study for a test or write a paper or something, when I was in high school, I would take coffee grounds from, like, the kitchen, put them in my mouth, and wash it down with, uh... Ew. The, this is so disgusting. So gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 or, like, frozen coffee beans, if there were any, like, chocolate-covered coffee beans or whatever. Like, I just, like, put a bunch in my mouth. That's not and, as right. gross. And, but I would, like, wash down coffee like used grounds. coffee grounds no okay no like i would take like, like whole coffee beans no no not not Th- that's not, not, not grounds, grounds. yeah, yeah okay. grounds is the wrong word coffee beans it, this is still though just, like i would think a person was crazy if they told
1: me to do this but i was just experimenting it's a lot grosser when i thought you're talking about putting coffee used? grounds and like especially used coffee grounds i feel
0: like movement. now that's like saying like oh like i compost and people like if i said Ugh. that to the right crowd they'd be like you're saving the earth <laughs> You it's are very brave. Disgusting! Don't do let's that. get this person. Let's get this person a, a woke latte. That show uh, since that you've I'm... stopped listening to brunch, by the way. so Since brunch has been off the air, uh, we we rail against the woke stuff. That's right. Yeah.
1: We've we've, <laughs> we've gone political. <laughs> we have picked a side. <laughs> We're a political podcast. Um, the show that I'm watching, by the way, is uh, A Murder at the End of the World, and I, I, it's quite good. It starts off a little slow, picks up. Pretty quickly. It has a strong um, glass onion slash uh, knives out feel to it where it's like everybody, a a bunch of people gather in this one place. Somebody drops dead or I guess more. It's maybe more. Maybe I'm wrong about that because uh, uh, those movies only like one person dies. Right. And people are trying to figure out who did it. mm -hmm. This one is people keep dropping dead.
0: Ah, a real. Well, that's like sounds more like a slasher.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's about like a it's like Mister Robot meets a slasher Mm. because it's a lot of hacking talk, a lot of
0: technology stuff. Uh, You didn't mean to do this, but I love the idea of acting like you don't like you think host is everything. Yeah, so it'd be like uh, you're playing like a guessing game or something, and it's like Courtney Cox. You're like. Host of a popular show in the 90s. it's like uh, Alex Trebek. You're like, no, no, no. Host, uh, not David Schwimmer, but... <laughs> what? It's a one co-host. of the hosts
1: of Friends. Courtney Cox, co-host of Friends.
0: Yeah, Carl, Courtney Cox, uh, co-host of Cougar Town. That's true. She's yep. a regular Tom
1: Bergeron with all the shows she was hosting. Um, uh, a real Chuck Woolery. <laughs> yes the holdovers though did you uh, did you prepare a synopsis no, for the holdovers that because
0: uh, this is not as this was not a proper package fancy thing but i could say it is a uh, 2023 uh coming of age dramedy also, the Holdovers is a 2023 American coming-of-age dramedy directed by Alexander Payne and written by David Hemingston starring Paul Giamatti as uh, Mr. Hun, Hunnam, Mr. Hunnam Paul as Mr. is Paul Hunnam, a curmudgeonly classics professor at the fictional Barton Academy in. Massachusetts, New
1: England ish.
0: New England for sure because
1: they they take a train to go to Boston.
0: Right. So it's for sure the the scenery says Vermont, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Connecticut New England ish. It's remote. A disliked classic professor is left is punished with having to stay to watch four five kids. Over Christmas break, he ends up being stuck with a smaller group than expected. And together, a grieving mother,
1: the head cook at the school.
0: Yep, the head cook at the school, and a smart, not brilliant student who is left by his classmates and, most importantly, his guardians. Mm-hmm. It's just three of them. You got Well, there's
1: technically four because there's the custodian. The custodian pops in and out.
0: I know, and the custodian is just trying to make the grieving cook smile. He's trying to trying to riz her up. He is. He is trying to riz her up. I apologize for the custodian, but I think that if there were... I mean, I'm looking at the poster right now. Yeah. There's three people on there. Yeah, which they is... They are a,
1: leaving him out. It's weird because, like, they're... A lot of the movie is like, Well, we're all we got right now. We're all we got this week. And they just like conveniently leave that like, guy out, out of a lot of plans. You do got another person. Nice. And they're like, <laughs> like, No, we don't. He's so It's very nice, nice of to you to everybody. say, but we don't got that guy. We don't care about him. Yeah. Honestly, they, they they go out of their ways to make out of their way to make that guy's life worse.
0: It is a reunion of Payne and Giamatti. Of course, they famously worked together in the two thousand four. American dramedy sideways, not a coming of age film. That is a we are stuck in this
1: age. That, that's a men of a certain age film. That is a men of a certain age where they're like, ah, we got to, we get to do whatever we want because that movie is truly an incredible experience. It's one of the best. I about I would
0: I would guess a calendar year ago I had never seen it before.
1: I and think we both like I rewatched it and you watched it around the same time fuck my shit up yeah, it really did and there's been a lot of talk uh w- in relation to the holdovers about a quote-unquote return to form for alexander payne because i I'd, i'll be i'll admit uh i am ignorant to a lot of alexander payne's work have seen sideways have seen the descendants um but apparently you did not like downsizing I hated downsizing, hated one of my least favorite movies ever. I did not.
0: I remember at the time you were like, you must see this movie. It is remarkably bad. I saw it and I thought it was stupid. I for sure let you cook on -hmm. the take. I was like, this will be not that I was distancing myself from hating it. I was like, I don't like this movie. I wish I didn't see it. I didn't enjoy it. But this speaks to Pete more than it speaks to me. Uh, I retroactively... I think have distanced myself from the it sucks take just because you're not going to catch me. Like, I hate that it exists, me making fun of a Hong Chow joint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love her too much. I, if we ever meet, I don't want her to know that I was like, what's that stupid movie? Um, I'll let you take how bad downsizing is. Uh, I will say mm-hmm. I hated capital H. I'm going to give it a capital A.
1: T E D hated Nebraska. Okay. I did. I, I was very nervous that you were about to say the holdovers. Cause I don't know if I've, uh, I don't know if we've like actually discussed your feelings on the holdovers yet, but I did. I did know that you did not like Nebraska. I, I found Nebraska to be inoffensive. It wasn't like amazing or anything. So It,
0: it offended me because I have the thing of yeah. people. Once they're at that age, like elderly And people kind of getting ready to hang it up. That will always make me uncomfortable. That will always make me run out of the room. The sitting down, the resigned to life kind of thing doesn't, it does speak to me, but it yells at me and it horrifies me. And it makes me be like, I have to stop sitting around watching movies all day. Yeah, and I need to go out there and fucking That's not live a because feeling
1: you want to get while you're watching a movie, right? You're like, no, I got to go live. Yes, <laughs>
0: seriously. Like, what am I doing? I'm sitting here watching Nebraska. I must stop. And that, I mean, that cast is outstanding. Mm-hmm. But it made me feel so bad. Uh, I think that Sideways is one of the greats. I think we can, if if you're cool, we can now arrive at the holdovers, which I think the holdovers is. I give it a what a picture, but I also give it a kind of cheat code sort of thing. Like what, I'm not going to like a coming-of-age film with Paul Giamatti playing a curmudgeon and a great co-leading performance by the kid and the grieving cook. This was all, it was too easy. This was always going to be the best movie.
1: That's, that's fair, but like... I, I get what you're saying, and I, it's not I, a challenging
0: movie. Is what I I'll agree say.
1: with it in in a lot of senses, but I have to give a lot of credit to Alexander Payne for like unlocking something in Paul Giamatti because we, I mean, not to say that Paul Giamatti's a bad actor or whatever outside of working with Alexander Payne, but like he clearly finds something in Giamatti and attaches him to characters in which he thrives like nowhere else because Giamatti in this and in sideways are two of the better characters. I think I've ever seen on screen and like, they are career defining roles and they, I don't know while watching this, I was just like so struck by how good of an actor Paul Giamatti is. And I remember having the same feeling in sideways and it's kind of crazy to think like outside of that, Paul Giamatti's like we all love him, but his career, not not like amazing, you know. So he hasn't, he's never gotten nominated for best actor, famously. And so now he will here. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, he should. He should have for fucking Sideways too. It's crazy that he didn't.
0: I think that minus the sexual tension, there's some like. Alexander Payne is the Lindsey Buckingham to Paul Giamatti's Stevie Nicks. Mm -hmm. We're like, yeah, you obviously love Paul Giamatti all the time anyway, but it is just the different stratosphere when he's with this person. I will play this game. One of my friends does this on Instagram. People don't steal this. Don't turn into like a board game or something, Mm -hmm. but it's the best. He does on Instagram on his story. He'll do musical legend and he'll put like three or four bands or artists in a row and you just vote like yes or no. And then he'll be like, the results are in fallout boy, not musical legends or whatever. And we've played this game before. Uh, yeah. Let's do it with Paul, Paul Giamatti. Giamatti, Paul yeah. Giamatti legend. Yes or no.
1: I want to say yes. So bad, but I think, I don't yes. think you think. Yes. Yes. What's his biggest. So what's his biggest non Alexander Payne love and mercy. I'm kidding. Let's see. What's his biggest like what do you who what is Paul Giamatti most well known for outside of Alexander Payne? To me, I, I think the answer is billions, but like that's not that's not good enough. So he was in saving private
0: Ryan. Is he anything important in that?
1: No. I like I I I wouldn't even be able to tell you who he was. So I'm looking, I mean, his
0: filmography, he's been in some huge, huge movies. Donnie Brasco, what was he doing in that? Duplicity? I'm not seeing him on the poster. Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, but
1: what if we're talking legend, we have to be talking, I feel like we have to be talking leading roles.
0: Leader, so he is not frequently doing
1: leading roles in
0: huge movies. Like, right.
1: That was kind of like a Alexander Payne unlocking Paul Giamatti as a leading man in Sideways.
0: Right, like he goes, yeah, he goes to... Um, there are certain directors that have that. Who's the... Shit, I forget her name, and I forget the... Man, is it... Uh, like I think that Kenneth Branagh and the lead in the woman lead in Belfast have kind of the same thing where it's like, hey, do your stuff, be an actor. Every now and then you come to me and I make a big thing with you or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like a gourmet Happy Madison situation. Right. Where yeah, like, yeah. hey, be a working actor, try to live your life. But at the end of the day, when you're with me, You're like the third most important person in this movie, instead of the Mm twentieth. Certain people, uh, certain directors have their people and their guys. Tarantino's like that. Tarantino, though, now has gravitated towards like his guys are just whoever the best actors are. Right.
1: Uh, This movie, I would say, is not is not like a great movie in the sense that. Like, basically what I was trying to say earlier is that I agree with you in the sense that, like, this movie is sort of a cheat code where it's doing a lot of things that are very appealing to to people in a general sense. It works out. And it it doesn't really, like, do anything that knocks your socks off, really, I guess, in terms of, like, the experience. But it's all so... You all welcome. You welcome it so much. Like the the Giamatti experience is incredible. This movie looks amazing. It is so fun to look at. Uh, The editing is great. Um, The just the the aesthetic of this movie is amazing, and it it feels like a warm hug for like so much of this movie.
0: You know what it is? It's a man called Otto for adults. And a man called Otto is, is a, a good, man called Otto for old people. Yeah. And so usually when you say like, it's this for adults, you're saying that the other one is for kids. No, a man called Otto is for old people to be like, look at that old man, Tom Hanks. Hey, look, he's not doing the silly voice. He's, he's back. This is, you want a little more stuff of a, shit, a, a shitty kid to do? dealing with a shitty situation and he's not a shitty kid but like his life is kind of shitty and he's trying to just enjoy a time that should be awesome and instead uh, he has to deal with his shitty mom and Mm -hmm. tate donovan by the way i got to give credit to tate donovan is perfect for being like a stepdad Yes. Like a stepdad who's like, yeah, well, I'm here to do business things because I'm a businessy stepdad, and I don't care about what you want to you see your real father. I have mm. business to do. I'm like, fucking do it, Tate Donovan. Yeah. Joshua.
1: That's not a bad call. He was the only other person in this movie that I recognize other than Giamatti. The, his mother, who's driving
0: me crazy, I'm like, what do I know her from? And she's in commercials, but... She's also in other shit, and I couldn't pin it down.
1: I have no idea. But you that, hadn't seen her before. No, those are the only two that I that I spotted. Um, I thought as that recognized. I thought that uh, what
0: is her name? Uh, Divine Joy Randolph was incredible
1: as Mary. Oh yeah, yeah. Like all the characters in in this movie are r- really good. You 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 like spending time with them. Um, it does feel like the movie has some heart and soul. Uh, and it's just like,
0: mm, it's 15% of,
1: trite, I would say. Yeah. Like, like if somebody yes, wanted to roll yes, their eyes at this yeah, movie, huh, they right. absolutely could. There are some, um, I don't want to say cringeworthy, but like some cheesy parts. Yeah. Predictable. Yeah.
0: The, I love that there. So I cried multiple times during this movie.
1: I, I did not say. surprisingly, but I, I could have catch me on the, on the right day. Tears would have been shed.
0: it's a cryable. Yeah. movie and there were points where I was just like he's gonna walk out now and he's gonna say one of these two things yeah he said that one thing it's
1: still nice that he said it so I I, I agree with you some of them some of the moments are a little trite some of them are a little cheesy but I also think that this movie does have substance uh it, there's a lot of uh commentary about like social climbing and kind of like using people and um especially within that world where it's like the elites um, in the education system. And uh, I found all that really interesting and fascinating. And the the characters were real. And so it, that combined with how nice it was to look at, how, how much I enjoyed my experience with it, and how funny it was. It was a very, very funny. funny movie. All of it made for like one of the one of my more favorite movies of the year in terms of just being able to sit down, kind of turn my brain off a little bit, but just like turn the lights down, enjoy like a warm blanket and watch this movie that made me feel good. Worth noting, this is a Christmas movie. We haven't talked about that
0: at all. I like a Christmas movie that can be done any time of year. And we know people for sure that do certain Christmas movies year round. We know some people who dress like the Grinch year-round. Who are we to judge? It's it's a wonderful thing to do. Uh, This is a Christmas movie I'll watch year-round, and hopefully I really do want to have this movie in mind every year. I think this is going to to be an every
1: December watch for me.
0: Yeah, and if not every December, every couple years,
1: it's a great movie, and I'd like to mix. I'd like to have this in the rotation. It's also a Christmas movie that doesn't present as a Christmas movie in a lot of ways. Like... I I just saw the poster a couple minutes ago and it, I think it does have some Christmas elements to it. I didn't know that it was a Christmas movie going into it and uh it's not it's not like overtly Christmassy. Definitely not. But it it's uh that's that's a, a thing that I also like too where it's like a Christmas movie that is just taking place around Christmas and about like real people and it's not like we got to work in Yeah, these like weird, uh, weird Christmas Eve tropes or whatever. All right. Well, this will be the holdovers one. We've got some more stuff
0: coming brunch wise. Uh, If you aren't subscribed to the hockey show and checking out the hockey show, it's called what chaos we are having truly a blast over there. We're keeping busy with it, but we're also going to be doing brunch stuff. So uh, we'll talk to you later.